Hi, I'm Igorja Mercy Haruna, and the state of my hair, well, it's a state. Oh. <laughs> um, it's in a tapered cut at the moment, natural, and um, I have a grown out blonde, blondish color on the top. Nice. So your hair, did you did you um, dye it all, or was it just the top yes. that you Yes, so I dyed it all, and now it's grown out. Grown out, okay, yeah. cool. So, yeah, Mercy is a photographer, a storyteller, but yeah, tell us more about what you do. Just <laughs> pick up yourself, okay. come on. Yeah, 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 okay. So I'm a visual artist, documentary photographer, podcaster, writer, and I focus on motherhood and family stories. That's amazing. So what is your Instagram just before we get into it and we get all caught yeah. up? It's imeiko, I-M-M-E-I-K-O. Cool. So you can find her on Instagram and through that you can also get your email address yes. and yeah, contact her. Send just click on the link in bio yeah. and you get everything. Awesome. Cool. So we're just talking about the current state of your hair. Now we're going to take it all the way to the journey. So... What has been your hair journey? Where do you want to start with this? Ah, oh, man. Okay, so I'll start with when I was born. Oh, about that? Let's, let's, let's go all the way back <laughs> to, the, to the genesis. Yeah. Um, so I was born with hair. Um, I had lots of hair as a baby. Um, and my mom, she was very good with hair. So she would look after it. She would braid it. And her hands were so, so soft, so delicate that when she would braid my hair, I would fall asleep. And I got so used to that and that when she um, eventually had a job in another state where she had to move and then leave us behind, we, um, I had to go somewhere else to like a salon to have my hair um, braided. Mm-hmm. And I remember crying so much um, because this person pulled, you know how they just pull your hair so tight, I couldn't sleep, I cried so much. And the next time my hair was due to be redone, my dad took me to the barbers and they shaved off all my hair. <laughs> now, this is a wow to me because your dad did it. Yeah. Like, and we were just talking a minute ago about how, you know, dads, I've seen more dads that are attached to their daughter's hair. Yeah. But your dad took you to the barbers. Yeah, I just felt, I think because he didn't know what to do with it. My mom was not there. My mom, who was the one that always, you know, kind of took care of that, wasn't there. And I didn't want to go to anyone else. Mm. Well, I mean, he had other problems to deal with. So it was just like, well, let's just shave all the hair off. I'm not sure what kind of conversation they had on the phone. Maybe my mom said, okay, let's just shave. That's Mm. the best solution at the moment. Um, I can't remember that far back, but I remember my I remember my brother crying when I got home. He cried and he was like, "No, what have you done to my sister?" Well, I mean, I was I think I was about six or seven, so you know, probably didn't have any attachment, real attachment to my hair then, or maybe I did, but I can't remember. Yeah. The next milestone I can think of with my hair would be around 10 Mm -hmm. when I could see everyone getting relaxed hair. My, I think my mom's hair was relaxed at that time. Definitely all my aunties, young aunties that were around Mm -hmm. all had relaxed hair, my cousins, everyone. So I I started to feel like, oh, I I want relaxed hair too. But my mom was adamant that I wouldn't relax my hair. So I think she went on a trip. 
And by the time she came back, I'd been to the salon and they had fried my hair. <laughs> did you? Did you? I asked you that. No, I don't oh. remember if I did. I just remember that I went to the salon with one of my aunts and that oh, was, the aunties. <laughs> they fried my hair and my mom was upset, but you know I was happy. I was like yes. But then over the next few months. Because you know how they tell you to wait between relaxers? Yeah. So my mom would stretch out that relaxer, but then she was always so busy that she wouldn't give me the care that the hair would need when you have um, relaxed hair, um, new growth on. Yeah. yeah. So the hair would break off. So I had a lot of breakage that, that time, that yeah. year. That kind of made me... F- just kind of ruined my relationship with my hair because I was I didn't I didn't like my hair. I used to cover it a lot. I used to wear bandanas. I used to remember bandanas. Yeah, I know. I saw bandanas. Um, then I was in school in Nigeria, so yeah. um, I used to wear a beret. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't. So you were always trying to. Why were you always trying to cover it? Did you see other girls and? Yeah, because other girls had like nicely braided hair, and um, you know they just. The hair was looking good, but mine was chop chop, you know, <laughs> it was broken off. So I was very self conscious, definitely. Yeah. At, at that sort of 10, 11, you, yeah. you are self conscious and yeah. you, you kind of take your identity from what you see around you. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. just really. So, fast forward to the next, what I call milestones now, right? Yeah. The next, next part of the journey was when we had moved to Paris. Mm-hmm. And this time I was, I was, um, 13 ish, you know, early teens, um, in a new environment, mostly, you know, European white dominated environment. So that in itself became a thing. I was also like, obviously, I think like a lot of teenagers then into pop culture. So I would see like the Beyonce's, the Sierra's, the Rihanna's, and I'm like, ah! want to look like that i remember there was this hairstyle that sierra had these waves oh, black yes. waves i because i was obsessed with sierra with her dancing yeah. i was like i want them waves so yeah. i love those i i tried every single so in those years in those teenagers from like 13 to 19 i tried everything that you can try on your hair braids mm-hmm. i had i had um box braids i had pick and drop yes. i had um all kinds of weaves, all, all kinds of lengths, colors, brown, red, everything. I did everything you can think about doing to your hair yeah, as a teenager. Yeah. And at that point, I think my parents, they were just like, oh, they didn't. My mom didn't, definitely didn't have time for my hair. So I was just, I'd go to the salon, you know, and do my hair mm-hmm. and take care of my hair myself. Yeah. Um, That's kind of what I had to do as well. Yeah, yeah I think, yeah, they were in the... That was not. That was the last thing on her mind. They would yeah, just give me yeah. money. I would just take the bus or the train, go to the the sort of African area, okay. go braid my hair, um, and yeah. So that was kind of it, you know. And then fast forward to moving here to the UK, same thing. I remember the first time I went to Peckham and Brixton to do my hair with the aunties. <laughs> the aunties. I, yes. I, I, again, I continued with my weaves. I even did the lace wig. When lace wigs became a thing. Coming, yeah. Yeah, I would go to this lady about an hour away to glue mm. down my wig. Come and, on. You know, I had one, I had one brown number. It looked so Jeez. good. I loved it. <laughs> and then I transitioned into, um, um, 
what do you call it? You know, like pick and drop, but with um, kinky hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I, I was then doing that afro thing mm. with kinky hair, mm. and it looked so good. I remember how I had it in different colors as well. Um, oh. I think that was um, so. I mean, I've skipped in between. I've I've also had like going natural, a lot of going natural in between. Mm. Cut my hair, go natural, okay. and then grow it again mm. and start doing braids again. So I had that in between. Okay. I did cut my hair a few times. I think I colored it once when I was a teenager, but I never colored it again until I, I was much older. So yeah, the journey has been a kind of up and down. And yeah. I think a lot of people will relate. Black women, we do whatever we can with yeah. our hair generally because we can, because we see other women doing mm. that or with their hair. Because you feel like you have to. Yeah, because you have to. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I would say because I was seeing a lot of a certain look... I remember when Rihanna was a big thing, you know that. Sure. Oh yeah. I did that. I love that pixie cut. She I had that so pixie cut, crisp, <laughs> pressed. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I love that. So I, I, I had, I had a, a lot of back and forth with going natural, cut my hair, go natural, especially when in 2008-ish when YouTube naturals were starting to take off. Okay. So I cut my hair. I remember I wore wigs for a while. Mm -hmm. So yeah, had a, had a lot of that, okay. and um, yeah. So what I want to know is, because you said that there were some um, moments where you cut your hair, mm. grow it back, mm. um, were there certain things happening in your life that you may not have realised it, but you needed an outlet and maybe that cut was actually a response to something happening? Especially when I think of to my teenage years, it's probably just teenage angst, right? Right. Um, I also... I think, I don't know if this is a thing, mm. but I have this thing with my hair. You know about it because you did my hair um, a few years ago where there's a part of my hair in the back that after some two years or so, my hair just starts to break there for no reason. I, I would not be able to pinpoint why. I'm Now I suspect it might be like a hormonal thing, but I can't, I can't confirm because I have never really gotten it tested. But I think that that was also a factor because when that would happen, I would be like, well, I mean, I can't deal with this. I'm just going to cut my hair. Okay. Um, apart from other things that were happening, yeah, yeah. you know, again, this whole like look, find, trying to find your identity in a strange land. Um, but also, <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but also juggling, um, trying to trying to keep your identity from yeah. like your Nigerian ident identity. And, you know, it's, mm -hmm. It was a lot as a yeah. teenager. Yeah. Um, so now bringing in motherhood to it. So how, there's a lot going on in you, just messy by yourself, but now bring motherhood into it. How did that also change your, your hair decisions yeah. and how you identified with your hair? It's, it's, it's interesting. So I think this is probably the, the biggest turning points. Well, the ones that I really remember now because okay. I'm yeah. older. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> now Sorry that guys, background noise. It's all good. So um I had my son in twenty fourteen. Um my hair was looking good. You know when you're pregnant, your hair yeah. really grows. I don't know, something that about the great. hormones. Okay. Your hair, my hair was luscious. <laughs> and then a few months after his birth, you know, the obligatory yes. chop chop. Yes. My hair was gone <laughs> shedding like crazy breaking off whatever um it didn't look good um 
but rather than cut so oh wait hold on what happened oh yes i did cut my hair so i did a tapered cut yeah so was this, this is after he this was is born. after he was okay. born so i did a tip for for low maintenance as well because it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's those two things right. is that I, I just can't be bothered to do my hair yeah. right now when I'm taking care of this baby mm-hmm. so I did a tapered cut tapered cut I love my tapered mm-hmm. cuts so you know took the sides down kept the top yeah um I think I colored I did like a box color brown yeah. it's nice did that for a while I was doing bantu knots on the top mm-hmm. yeah bantu knots you know bantu and then yeah. um, let out the curls that yeah. look really good so I was doing that for a while and then I um, I remember we visited Nigeria in like June or July mm-hmm. um, 2015. And while I was there, so I just, I just really, and whenever I get the urge to do anything to my hair, I do, just it. do it. I just do it. Yeah. I, I don't think too much. I don't ask anyone, yeah. anyone's opinion, maybe my husband sometimes, but mm. <laughs> I don't usually ask anyone's opinion. Yeah. I just go and I do. So at that point, I had been seeing a lot of women with locks. this seems like the lowest maintenance thing for me right now um i didn't just want to cut my hair and just yeah have short hair so i was like what what else can i do with this hair now so while i was in nigeria because everything is cheaper in nigeria i had really small plaits done really Mm -hmm. small um with extensions or no just with my hair hair. okay so i looked of course i looked ridiculous (laughs) with these small small calabar on my head but my plan was to let that um become locks i've skipped a lot by the way because now i remember that before my son take us there (laughs) let's go back let's go back a bit okay because that will inform why so before before i um got married in 2012 ish i was already into locks I already started locks, but this one, I started them with comb coils. I was going to this salon in London called, um, I think it was called Morris Roots. I think I've heard um, of them. Yeah, they're quite popular with like natural hair and locks specifically. So I, I used to go to travel quite far to them. Um, I did that two, three times. And every time I would go for like a, a what do you call it, a retwist, they were like loose in the back. And I was like, I don't think this um, comb coils are going to be the best way for me to start. So I started to do a bit of research and I saw that you could start your locks in various ways. Mm-hmm. Um, the coils, yeah, um, braids, twists. Twi- mm-hmm. um, yeah, two strand twists, twists and yeah. stuff. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll, I'll try two strand twists. Mm-hmm. So while I was in Nigeria, um, I just, this girl came over and she did really small um braids and i was like okay i'll just let leave this and this will so that's what happened yeah so i combed out that first set of locks (laughs) got married did them you know all of that had my kid and then um when we did that when we visited nigeria did the so it was that that then became the locks that i carried until 2000 late 2018 okay <laughs> let's not before we get there yeah so um yeah um i would then go into london and i think this was part of the issue that would eventually let me make make me cut the hair the locks mm-hmm. off was i was about to have my second baby i was going i was having to go back to london to get the hair yeah. maintained mm-hmm. And I was just fed up with it after a while. And just, was it the traveling? Or it's the traveling it because okay. I couldn't. Because now we live in Kent, and yeah. I could not um, find anyone here. I'm not sure I looked hard enough, anyway. Um, but you do have to look quite yeah. hard. Yeah, I think. So I was going back to London. I was going all the way to Camden, back oh, and forth to fun. maintain the. And I just felt like 
was it's just hair i've always had that I, I guess that's why i do whatever yeah. comes to me is i have this it's just hair mm -hmm. it will grow Last, last, you put wig, yeah. you'll be fine. <laughs> so what's like the connection, I guess, how do we bridge that gap with it's just hair? Because it, it is just hair in a sense. But then there's so much of it that is included in our life journeys, our transitions, you're starting school. Oh, you have to do your hair, like, you know, all this stuff. You know, how do we bridge that gap? It's just hair, but then your journey doesn't sound like it's just hair. Like, no. You're constantly it's... having to find something. Yeah. I think that it's hard to detach a black woman from her, her hair. It's part of our identity. Simple. I mean, already my, my daughter's hair is important. She's six. And her hair is... It's already important to her. You know, she knows that we have to wash. with the condition. She knows all the steps now. Um, she knows we... I, I do her hair the way my mom used to do my hair. Um, I don't think that it's... We can... Um, remove it from our identity is very much interwoven in culture in in who we are as black women because of the texture of our hair we're not should i say fortunate <laughs> to be able to just roll out roll out to bed yeah. and shake it and go we can't do that you know there's a lot of maintenance that we need to do to our hair yeah. so you can't really that's just being a black woman period um but i think what we can teach our children that we were not taught is that it doesn't have to be your everything and you you know it doesn't have to consume you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to take so much of your money mm -hmm. it doesn't have to define who you are because i mean at diff all, the, all these different stages i've described um each of them was like my hair is just so important like wow. if my hair is not done i can't even go to this party or i can't oh, wow. like that was i remember at uni the steps were hair lashes makeup hair had to be done like you couldn't just yeah. not do your hair, yeah. you know? Um, so, I mean, I just, I just, I'm trying to teach my daughter that, you know, her natural hair is beautiful for one, mm. because that thing that made me to go relax my hair at the age of 10, um, was just that everyone around me was doing that. Yeah. So if all of us are kind of like, um, more conscious about what we're feeding the next generation as well, that would yeah. really help. And not just because my mom didn't want me to relax my hair, but that wasn't enough. <laughs> for me not to want to yeah. relax my hair with everything else that I was seeing yeah. around me the media so important social media even more now yeah. um so if we can think about what we are feeding to the next generation that would that would be great you know yeah wow. in helping them um just you know have higher self-esteem yeah. yeah I really like that because like just having these conversations what I'm I hear a lot is yeah hair can feel so consuming it does um, well, black hair specifically yeah. can feel so consuming, you know, money, time. Mm. And what you're saying is that, like, the message you're giving to your daughter is that, um, yeah, hair is your hair is beautiful, but it doesn't have to be stressful. Yeah. You can actually enjoy it. Yeah, and it doesn't have to consume you. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to always be, yeah. like, the first thing you're yeah. always thinking yeah. about because, yeah. It, and um, I have to say that one of the ways that I do that, pass that message to her is, not kind of you know how your hair must be neat all the time i try to not kind of overstress that neatness your hair must be neat so she she has twists in now i done them on on saturday before school she will wear them for another couple of weeks 
the hair is protected. The hair looks fine. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It doesn't have to be pulled. Yeah, 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 Her yeah. scalp doesn't have to be pulled tight, yeah, you know, so. gelled yeah. up, edges, baby yeah, hair, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. She will learn to love her hair in in you know as natural state as possible, and protective styles should be protective, mm-hmm. and not um, something to change to change too much. You know yeah. how the state of your hair and and all of that because I just I think it's oh, there's so much to talk about with that. You know mm-hmm. internalized um, racism, internalized um, mm-hmm. inferiority complex, and all that stuff. There's so much to unpack there but yeah the way i try to um help my daughter to teach her that you know her hair is beautiful and it doesn't have to all the styling and all of that doesn't have to Mm -hmm. consume is to make her comfortable in when her hair is not so neat and and perfect and it's okay you know your hair doesn't have to look yeah you know snatched <laughs> yes, yeah yeah edges laid and edges laid no we don't lay edges here we don't lay edges in this house <laughs> not in this house that's no because I, I, I know mums that are passionate about you know i do too. get the gels yeah and lay it and yeah they and, love it yeah know, and that's so, fine but yeah. for me mm. i'm this is how i'm do i'm i'm yeah. passing that message across to her that mm. She might grow into a teen and just be so obsessed with her hair, but I think I'm just, I'm doing my bit. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my bit and hopefully she has role models that, you know, aren't me. Mm-hmm. Aunties, cousins, friends that, you know, hopefully understand and show that aspect of loving yourself as you are. Yeah. That will help her, her own journey. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, she's going to have her own journey. I, I have no control over that. But, you know, I'm, I'm doing my bit and hoping that it mm-hmm. helps. That's lovely. Yeah. Helping helping our daughters to appreciate their yeah. hair and have a healthy relationship with their hair and not make it so consuming yeah. and just stressful. Um, so now back to your hair. When it comes to growing your hair, where are you with that? Have, have you, <laughs> have you ever... Was there ever a point where you were like, okay, I'm going to grow this hair. This hair is going to be long. It must be long. Um, no. Okay, and so... I've never. <laughs> so what's your, what's your like... Philosophy. Yeah, about just having short hair and just loving your short hair. A short afro one. I, I think... I, I have no obsession with... You know, length, length check. Yes. I, I've never said, oh, length check. <laughs> Because to me, I think, like I said earlier, I just have this thing of its hair. So, mm. so if I want long hair, I can go get braids. I can go get, okay. you know what I mean? Um, I'm not obsessive about it. I like short hair on my own self. Mm. So, um, and I, I don't think the only time I had long hair was when I was a, a child, a baby, like bef- yeah. before that first haircut that I got. Mm. And since then, I don't think my hair has even been past shoulder length. I've never been, like I said, I cut my hair. I cut my hair whenever I want to. Mm-hmm. I grow it for a while. I don't like it anymore, so I cut it again. <laughs> um, something happens, it breaks off, whatever. I cut it and start again. Um, now I'm just, I'm where I'm at with my hair now is just let it be. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, I'm keeping it short. I like my tapered cut, clearly. Mm-hmm. I've been experimenting a lot with color. 
um last year i had this orange color <laughs> you saw me with this orange oh yeah color. yeah that was so cool i had orange i've had a sort of red reddish copper kind of color mm-hmm. um yeah i'm just like i guess i'm just back to my old self experimenting but this time i'm experimenting on my own hair rather than you know wearing mm-hmm. different colored weaves mm-hmm. Um, but I'm doing it professionally. So there's this lady down the road who colors. That's her specialty. So oh, I go nice. and I have my hair colored. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't box, do box dyes or anything because mm-hmm. um, even though I'm not obsessive about length, I'm obsessive about health. Yes. I do care how the hair looks in terms of like, I don't like my hair to look to be broken off, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't want my hair to, I don't want alopecia. <laughs> which was yes. a thing at some point with all the pulling of the oh, I started to see that my edges were thinning mm-hmm. and so now yeah that that is something that I, I think about as well I'm like I, when I see the braid styles on the girlies and I'm like oh, I would love braids then I remember um <laughs> excuse me remember, remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like no and then I think I don't know but I think the older you get as well you kind of need to pay attention to your hair it changes the texture you don't want to be pulling and pulling till you're in your 50s and then you have no hair left yeah. um yeah so i'm i'm keeping my hair natural that's cool i, d- I did consider relaxing it the other day, <gasps> the other day. <laughs> i know oh but it, it was just a lingering it was just a very brief thought um because i saw this um reels mm-hmm. or was it a tiktok where this guy this lady just did this really nice do you remember tony braxton back in the day with the, oh yeah you know that ah oh, and it looked yeah, so good yeah. and i'm like i cannot achieve this with my natural hair i'm even envisioning that for you now i'm like you know what it looks so good no actually you know and i i think i rather keep my hair natural but <laughs> i don't mind a temporary creamy crack for the style <laughs> Just for a year and then transition Ooh. back. No, that's that's the nineties. Ah, you know that so hair. Ooh, that slick, really yeah. slick. Yeah. Oh man, it yeah. looks you know it looks good. No, it's fun to dream about slick hair or like you know yeah. when you just have a crate. Because for me, I love faux locks. So I love locks, but I know I I'll work locks in the journey. Yes. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll go back. We'll go back. So for me, I know I won't commit, but so that's why I do faux locks because mm. I can take it out and then I have like some like moments where I'm like oh my gosh I want to do a slick hairstyle so I can do that um so yeah take us to your faux lock journey <laughs> after the locks you cut yeah off. so I cut the locks I can't remember what was in between just short hair right yeah for a bit yeah I had rock short hair for a while I didn't do anything with it it was just short hair mm-hmm. Um, and then we transitioned with you. That's where you started. That's where you come in. That's mm-hmm. where you started doing my hair. We started with these um, crochet. What were they the called? curly. Because you yeah. had the tapered. And yes. then you just yeah. did it to the side. Yes. That was yeah. the first style you did for me. Um, and then transitioned into um, the long, the longer ringlets. So or whatever. I can't remember what they were. Oh, yes. What are they called? Um, What's the name of that? Is it Jamaican Bounce? That's the one. Yeah, Jamaican Bounce <laughs> era. That's the name of the curl, yeah. I can't remember what brand it was. The but hair. you would bring them. You would yeah. pick them up. And, and I love that style for the two, three times that we yeah. did it. And then we transitioned into full locks. And I loved full locks. Even now when I look at the pictures from the, um, the first lockdown, because I wore those set of full locks for like five months. Yeah. Um, I think we did them in like December mm-hmm. or something, maybe January, and then we went into lockdown and I didn't see you. Or was it March? I can't something remember. Something. Like I remember it was a while. But I wore it for five months. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I loved that. And then I think it was after that, then my hair started to do that cycle thing where the, okay. I was starting to, it broke off in the back a bit and I didn't like that. And I was just like, okay, well, let's, let's just, let's just cut this hair and let's start again. Um, I almost feel like my hair has a life cycle and it's two yeah. years. <laughs> it's two yeah. years. Interesting. Who knows? Mm. Who knows, CP? Do you think that it could be like stress related? Because I know there's some people who I've, I've done hair for, mm. when they, they go through stress or pressure, it's always, there's something about that, that mm. area mm. that comes off. And but it why just, there? That's what, do you know? And it's always the same spot. It doesn't affect anywhere I need else. To check, I need to check why whether there's anything mm. yeah it could be of. stress hormonal or whatever that's yeah, what i, I that thought back. hormones because it was always uh you know I, I was thinking sort of puberty and then kind of i don't know why i thought it was hormonal yeah. and then pregnancy and all of that and it just yeah. it seemed to tie tie in with any kind of point where hormones or, or like there was some kind of transition as, as yeah. with the fem- with my female body i don't know interesting well, but yeah stress is probably one of the reasons yeah you don't know how much you're yeah you don't realize how much definitely you're doing. that that year i had gone through a lot mm. um the the year before the when before you started doing my hair mm-hmm. was when i was doing the podcast with oh yes yeah. so mm-hmm. i had, mm-hmm. did have a lot going on that yeah, year. yeah you did yeah yeah oh wow so how how many lot i feel like we did three was it like three um, different locks? Yeah. That we, we kept re-renewing. Mm-hmm. I think we did I about three. So we did a short one. Yeah. I remember earlier. That, was that, that was the last one I did, I think. Like the very short one. And then you did a like a bra length. Yeah. That one might have been the last one, actually. Oh, okay. I can look at pictures. <laughs> With the blonde streaks. Yes. <laughs> that was cute. I know, that was very cute. We did. <laughs> that was very cute. You know what I'm thinking of doing now? Mm. Now that you're here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking, because I do want to just keep that tapered look, right? Yeah. But I'm thinking, why don't, why don't I do something where I do the top in, so, in, in locks? Oh, cool. But yeah, keep the sides yeah. shaped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that that's could be a look. Yeah, I've done that before. Okay. With, yeah. yeah. So how do you do it? Do you um cut them, cut, get the, get a, go to the barber first? Or do you, do you... Um, do you know what? I've all, yeah, okay. I've done I've done somewhere they've already cut it mm. all around the back and mm-hmm. sides and then I just did the top. Yeah. Um, or I've done somewhere I did it first and then they went to the barbers. And so what do they do? Do they then kind of like style it different yeah, ways? To the start, to the it just looks cool. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I don't do that. Okay. Listen, book me, girl. Book me, girl. Just, just booked up part. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's so cool. So um yeah, where are you now with your hair, like your relationship with your hair? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I guess as a, as a black woman and and from childhood, hair was something that it was always a point of topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but you actually kind yeah. of said it. You were like, yeah. "I'm just letting I think it be." I'm just I'm just letting it be. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm I think I'm still I still have that attitude that if I want to do something with my hair, I'll just do it mm-hmm. because it's hair. But then I'm also conscious that I'm growing older, and mm-hmm. I I know that your hair changes as you grow older as well. Mm-hmm. So you do not, I don't think I want to be cutting it all the time and man- manipulating it all the time. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to rest a lot of the times and do yeah. do nothing to yeah. it. Um, so that's what I've been doing for the last, um, yeah, about a year now. So I would go into the barber, they would cut the, the sides down. Mm-hmm. But this part of the hair, I've just let grow. It looks longer than than it appears mm-hmm. i've just let that grow 
but just now it's like yeah, yeah. maybe i can do something different with it and then take it out yeah and then just keep it the tapered cut will just be my i think that would be my mm-hmm. you never know yeah. don't quote me because two years from now i could be like i don't want to taper yeah. again i want to grow my my yeah. locks speaking of locks um when I noticed that I had an attachment to my hair mm. was when I could not throw away my locks after cutting them. Yes. I have them in a the bag upstairs. Because yeah. <laughs> you, I remember when you, you even showed me, yeah. it was like this prize. Yeah, I can't, I can't throw You were them. talking about the journey. It represents the it, journey of, so what, the, the locks you have now, mm. they're, they're still in the bag. They're still in the bag, <laughs> in my drawer. <laughs> what part of life? do they represent when you look at them what do you see and remember early motherhood oh so like i said my son was about just one plus mm-hmm. when i started them and my daughter was about two plus when i cut them so that oh, very wow. very i remember breastfeeding through that um i remember things like putting both of them because they're about two years apart putting both of them in a tandem buggy and pushing them to town, going out with them. I remember my son starting preschool and I still had them. So it's that very early stages of mother. I almost can't, it feels like I should keep them <laughs> forever. Like I don't, I cannot bring, I, I'm not going to throw them away because I don't know. Also, I'm very sentimental about things like that. So maybe it's just something that would be, something that my, my future generations will be like this is my grandma's hair <laughs> it's a thing I, I watched a video where this lady had locks and she had her mom's locks um, crocheted into her locks and I was like that is I would do stuff like that. I would do stuff like that because I'm, I, I feel, I'm, I'm I feel weird that. I felt that because it's like because it's on your head mm. do you know what I mean so it's literally you yeah so when you're putting on history on your head like that that is to me it's like bringing it with you yeah that's deep yeah i I can't very spiritual yeah that's what i mean hair is spiritual (laughs) yeah yeah hair is spiritual that's why i (laughs) there's this thing where some people go to like barbers or whatever and they pick up their hair after it's cut i don't know if you've ever yeah because they they feel like hair their hair can be used for something like some kind of juju or something like that so they take it so that for for for, for some people that's the kind of power that hair holds you're laughing but this is the thing it it really is wrong because it's on your hair and this yeah it's you it's your essence yeah literally it's it's the like you said, it's your essence is what's flowing out of you, your your body. That's what your hair is. Yeah, yeah. They say that obviously hair is technically yeah. dead because yeah. it's now out of the body, but, but it it's came still out of connected <laughs> to your whole body and everything you go through. Your hair actually shows that. Okay, it when does. you're going through great times, your hair shows it. It does. When you're going through tough times, your hair shows it. Good health, bad health, it your shows. hair shows. And with locks, you see that more than any mm. any other hairstyle because obviously, it, yes. because of the way. Yes, if yes, you yes. look through the strands of my locks, you can almost pinpoint like different parts of like those two and a half or three years that I had them. Wow. Because they, they thinned so much at some point. Mm. They were bigger at some point. Wow. And you can see, you can trace. That's I can't, so I can't throw them away, I'm cool. sorry. <laughs> it's like a timeline. That's it. That's the word. Wow. That's the word. So I can't. I can't see myself throwing them away. I even considered um, having them recrocheted, reattached to my hair. 
Um, I might still. Yeah. Maybe that's why I haven't thrown them away because I still kind of harbor that. Mm. Um, but I haven't found anyone that will do it at an affordable rate. So oh, yeah. You can do it. <laughs> Didn't we say you would figure <laughs> it out? I'm not like a, a proper loctician. I'm like those yeah. fake ones that, you know, you know how to just do the twist. You better it go just... add a notch to <laughs> your... Because, uh, I mean, there's the lock community, should I say, is, is big. And, you know, mm. I don't think there's enough locticians. Because here I struggle to find any. So you, you we would get lots of work, I think, if you added something like sister locks, for example, into your. Oh gosh, that takes hours. Uh, I love. Or, or just the, or just micro locks. It doesn't have to be like, yeah. um, you know, the brand sister locks. You know, the trade yeah, 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 yeah. It could just be like like I did, which were like really tiny yeah. lats that then become. Yeah, I love looking at it. Interlock. When I see those videos on Insta and yeah, social media, oh, they're so nice. I I, I would happily go back to locks if I knew that I had you to maintain them. Oh, see, I was just gonna ask. It seems like you were your happiest with locks. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I really enjoy my locks, <laughs> and I think that's why I also enjoy faux locks. Okay. Um. I think at that point they just weren't because if I had someone to keep maintaining them I would have never cut them and now I look at some of my friends who had you know we yeah. kind of were on the journey together and they have long locks and I feel oh. jealous um, I would not have cut them if I had someone kind of close by who I would just wow. if I could if I because at some point it was thinning mm-hmm. and I was like I can't I don't know what to do I don't know how to oh yeah it, not only was it thinning um, some of it was growing out so you were splitting. No, it was so basically, you know, the roots. It's it wasn't growing into the lock. It was just kind of growing out on its own. So you needed oh, someone to continue to, to, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Twist but it not just in. to twist it back in, but to um interlock it back in. Oh, okay. So whenever I would go to to the loctician in London, she would interlock. Okay. And it would be yeah. good for like um up to two months, oh. when the hair really started to grow out again mm-hmm. and the. Also, I think because at that point I was very, I'm very active, obviously, with my kids mm-hmm. running around. Mm-hmm. I used to run. My hair doesn't last in a style, so interlocking was okay. the best maintenance for me than just yeah. palm roll and retwisting because one wash, one sweat, and it's yeah, it's it was, out. Yeah. So yeah, if I had someone you know close mm-hmm. by who would yeah, locks were my favorite. I think second to locks would be tapered cut. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. I, I really liked my relaxed um, pixie cut. Mm-hmm. But me and relaxer, man. Yeah. But did, but did it do anything to your scalp? Like, you it didn't. Because you said it fried your hair. Yeah. Just your hair. Just right? my hair. Okay. Not, um, but I think it might have been the method. You know, yeah, not everyone's a really yeah. pro at that. And maybe the sort of relaxer as well. Maybe it was too strong for my hair. Mm-hmm. I know that some really professional hairdressers will like do tests and just, I don't know, yeah. strip tests. That's what the, um, the instructions say. Yeah, you should, but, you should, but no one does. <laughs> and and then they don't do the thing where they only relax the new growth. They put relaxer on yeah. the on the old, um, the already relaxed processed yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. And of course, that's just gonna break off your hair. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I liked I liked that style as well. Um, I like braids, but my my scalp is tender. <laughs> oh. My my hairline doesn't yeah. like braids for me, okay. so no braids. Yeah, mm. and full locks, obviously. Full locks is yeah. it's kind of there with locks because it's got that look. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Okay, guys, so you've heard it. Like, if you know a loctician, South East, Kent, yeah, anywhere, near Brazendish. Yeah, I will try and I'll try and learn. Because well. <laughs> I was telling someone as well that I, I need to go on a course or something because mm-hmm. I don't want to be a, yeah, I want to do it properly. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Because it, definitely. it's such a skill. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that Mercy can have her locks back. Oh, she really loves the locks. I love them. They were just so <laughs> mean. Yeah. They fitted my my pers- my artistic personality. Yes, really well. Yeah, that's why the full locks work because it was it was this temporary. Kind of give yeah. you that. It's that, that vibe. vibe. The vibe. <laughs> yeah. Look. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. So I guess what's your what message would you um, what would you have told yourself then that nobody was telling you? Man, that my hair is beautiful, mm. and it's possible that my mom was telling me. But like I said, the media, mm-hmm. my media environment at that time was all about, you know, relaxed, crispy, relaxed hair, bouncy, shiny, dark and lovely. Mm-hmm. Just for me. Yes. So <laughs> I, and I, I've, I've always been this rebel kid, man. <laughs> Rebellious. My mom says one thing. I'm like, nope, I'm doing the exact opposite. So, um, yeah, I would just, I would have, I would say to my younger self that your hair is beautiful mm-hmm. in every, every state it is. You don't need the extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, just just allow it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, chill. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. I think that's it. Chill. That's cool. Yeah. Just chill. And it seems like it's kind of gone full circle because it started off chilled mm-hmm. and then it's back to chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It went through like oh oh going crazy, going crazy. But then yeah. it seemed like. Finding that mm. locks was like, ah, mm. this, this is, is a thing. I've been needing yes, this, this is it. This is it. It's just unfortunate. So. I didn't. I couldn't maintain it myself because, mm. as low maintenance as locks are, they're not as low main. They still need some maintenance. Yeah, it's yeah. not like short hair. Yeah. I think any um, black women's hair at any length, mm-hmm. of, at any, in any style, needs maintenance. I don't mm-hmm. think there is any time where we can be like. Nah, I'm not doing anything to my hair. No, that's just how it is. It's just, and it's simply the curl pattern. You know, with curly hair, the curls always get trapped with each other. So you do have to like do the detangling because if you don't, it causes knots. Mm -hmm. Knots, It dries, dries snaps off, snaps, breaks off, split ends, all of that. So yeah, with our curl pattern. It is what it is. We're just blessed with it, yeah. you know. It's it's a blessing and a curse to an extent, but you know, it's, it's, we're trying to make it yeah. more of a blessing, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much, Mercy. This was so cool. Is there any any last words or anything you wanted to mention that came to mind? Oh God, no. Um, okay. I think we'll be here forever if we keep right. talking. So. I think we should stop there. Okay. Cool. Thank you so much. So Thank you've heard you. it, guys. Um, love your hair when you find that hairstyle that works for you run with it whether it's even braids like there's some people where braids back-to-back braids actually does work um but don't stress that's chill. the message chill <laughs> chill with your hair save your money <laughs> yeah please save there's so much you can do by yourself um and yeah just love your hair and love, love you those, love you love those around you share that message that yeah your hair is beautiful just the way it is so talking about things that we don't think we need to talk about until we do i hope this has helped someone 